What's going on, guys? We are back. The Hustle Muscle Podcast. I am your host, The Muscle. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back. We yes. have a, a new new setup going on, which is kind of exciting for us. And what better time to test it out than Live. right now? <laughs> Live. <laughs> so. My most recent YouTube video talked about some upgrades to the podcast, and this is some of the things. We hope that you guys can, you know, get a better... Um, you know, better sound quality from us and everything now. So we're excited. Hope you're excited too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited. It's going to be a, uh, hopefully another good Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? It is Wednesday. Yeah. Anybody else like so messed up from the holidays like this week and last week too, I guess, cause kids are home. Everybody was off. So everybody was going out all week. It was hectic. Yeah. For my, sure. uh, my stomach's messed up from the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely ate like way too much. Yeah. It's definitely hard not to. It's hard not to like eat like an absolute idiot. Yeah, it definitely is. And we went out to dinner on New Year's Eve and one of our fa favorite restaurants, Villa Toscana. And I mean, we go there to just eat. Yeah, so oh yeah. We, we did just that. And we, we drank all the alcohol too. And we well, have, they like, have enough for the week. And we have friends and family <laughs> over. Um, even when you're hosting, you always get like anxiety. And uh, so I, that's the way, one of the ways that I deal with my anxiety is alcohol and food, like just comfort craving. And I'm actually mad right before we started this live, I realized I always have a Yeti cup and I, I lost my cup. And I realized that I had to take my daughter to uh, urgent care today. She didn't feel good. And uh, I left it there. So I was watching the ring doorbell camera and I was like, well, I had it when I went there and I didn't have it when I came back in from the car. So I was like, oh, so. It was actually a Christmas present. I just got it. and It was. So it was a custom to, Yeti. I have to go back to urgent care tomorrow and see if they still have it. Hopefully they did. Hopefully they didn't throw it out. It's probably covered in diseases and fungus. and. They have fungus. Yeah. So that's how I started my morning. And I guess I wasn't drinking enough water today if I just realized yeah, for sure. that I lost it. I mean, you've had, you've had little cups of water all over the house today. So, I mean, you're getting some in. It's always a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was funny too. Whenever we watch podcasts, is uh, like people wear headphones. And I always wondered that. I was like, why do people wear headphones? I mean, I get it if you're, if you have somebody on. So, if we have a guest on, we'd have to wear headphones. And what we used to do is uh, when you guys watch, we had um, guests on our show, we would wear uh, earbuds. Like just the regular, what are they called? Like Apple? Yeah, the AirPods. 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 So we would split it, and she would wear one in her ear. I'd wear one in mine, and you really couldn't see them. And definitely not on her because her hair covered it. But right. we would be able to hear. So when we have a guest on, we can't have them audio on the TV because then you'd hear their audio and our audio, and it would get this big echo. echo. So then I was like, well, if we're just podcasting the two of us, why do we have to wear headphones? Like why do you always see podcast people wearing headphones? Cause there's no feedback anyway. Like we're just talking. And uh, so now that I have it on, it makes such a difference. Like I can hear myself and I yeah. can hear him clear, which is cool. Yeah. So it's definitely uh, now I get it. Now I understand why podcasters wear the mm -hmm. headphones. I thought it was to look cool. And I mean, I look cool regardless, but to look cool. And we got the white. What do you guys think of the all white? I got the white arms. Actually, the if white I'm being mics. honest, they kind of blend with the photo in the background a little bit. Yeah. The black would have blended maybe better with the blue, but I just thought white looked cool. Everybody has black stuff, and I was like, the white looks so fresh and clean. Yeah. So I was like, let's do this thing. So, right. Well, hopefully, like I said, you guys are getting a better quality out of us with the upgrade. Kind of exciting. Oh, so. and there's there's sound effects. Uh, so I'm interested if you guys could also comment one more time. 
I'm going to play these sound effects. And when we first tested this equipment, we could hear it and we recorded it. But then it didn't record. Uh, it didn't save on the YouTube. So like uh, on the YouTube, on the tube, um, a little different than the hub. So tell me if you guys hear this thing. But we had so much fun the other night. We were playing with all like the sounds and then we went to go listen back to see how the quality was. And there was, we paused and there's no sounds. So then we were like, oh no. <laughs> so we were actually talking earlier today. I thought it was kind of a cool topic, an interesting topic. I did a YouTube video a couple months back. And one of the things that I said, I kind of recognized is a lot of the businesses that we work with for different things, whether it be like the car or the properties or whatever, we tend to lean more towards people that are on YouTube. It's to us, we're kind of following people's journeys and it gets interesting. And then I feel like you learn to, I always say like, no love and trust them. And you want to do business with them because now they've put out a product on YouTube that you've seen and they are well-spoken in whatever the topic may be. And for us, it always feels like, well, I want to work with that person. So if I can, and I can't, and you're local enough, I do want to, I want to work with them. So, and a lot of the things for our regular lives, we film too. So, you know, when somebody else is on YouTube, we find that they're willing to be on camera and collaborate, which is very cool. But we just did, um, we just did one with the car, with the BMW. Yeah. So we got a, um, like an exhaust, we got downpipes for the BMW mm -hmm. and, uh, we started doing research and we found a, a garage that was located about three hours away from us. And they have like an active YouTube channel and they're posting videos, um, installing stuff on their cars, talking about the cars. And the guys that were on there seemed very knowledgeable with the stuff they were talking about and they were very confident. And, um, and I explained this to them as well in person. And I said, you know, I kind of want to have these guys. I know it's three hours away. I, I kind of want them to install the stuff on the car because they just seemed extremely knowledgeable. And they specialize in like BMWs. There was other cars that they worked on too. But um, so we watched their videos. I was like, I, I kind of want to go with these guys. And um, and there's like a shop in Myrtle Beach area. Like there's like Euro tuning places mm -hmm. that work on, uh, you know, German cars and or imports. there was imports. two or three that were local that we could have actually gone to without driving three hours. And I'm sure most like exhaust places are competent enough to install it. But uh, the fact is that these people were on there talking about it and they were so confident that I was like, I'd rather drive the three hours and just go there and feel rest assured that it'll be done right. And, uh, and then we also got to talk to them. We're like, Hey, you know, you, they n understand YouTube. I was like, would, could we collaborate? Like, could I film in your shop? And they were like, absolutely. They're like, do you care if we also film your car? And I was like, no, of course not. I was like, as long as everybody's cool, everybody filming, I was like, let's film away and let's all get content. It's beneficial for all of us. And, uh, cause we've had places that, um, you know, like even car places say around here that we were like, hey, you know, if we bring the Lamborghini in for an oil change, I'd be like, hey, can I film this for YouTube? And they're like, uh, uh, no, like we don't let people in our shop. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's an odd approach. You know, like, um, let's okay, then let's not help you advertise. Yeah, it's free advertising for, for free on uh, on YouTube. So, which kind of blows my mind as a business owner is like, why would you ever really turn down exposure um, for somebody to, you know, if you're confident in your work. Um, you know, so that was, that's kind of one of the reasons why we chose them. Yeah. And then just recently we had 
I don't know if you guys pay attention, but the weather out here was a little sketchy about a week before Christmas. And we got, they called it a nor'easter. It was, I mean, we're outside of hurricane season. There was no name to the storm. It was super windy. There were tornadoes all over like the South Carolina area. And one of our rental properties got hit pretty hard and we need our roof looked at. And from social media, we had reached out to a girl named Callie who is all over like Instagram, not YouTube in this situation, but Instagram posting like she's walking on roofs and doing this and that. And it was like, who? why wouldn't we call her? We're, yeah. We've met her out. We're not like really close, but we've met her out a few times. We have mutual friends. And it was like the first person that we thought of because she's so vocal on social media. So how do you not reach out to somebody like that? She obviously is good at her good at what she does she's good at her trade so she was the first person we called and we've been working with her for i guess like two weeks now and she's been wonderful yeah i mean if you're a business owner you've got to be on social media and even if it's like little things like you're just always in the back of somebody's mind like you post something Mm -hmm. and people see content and they like it sucks into their mind and they go on about their day thinking and they don't think another thing about you but if you keep doing that over and over again eventually when something happens like your roof blows off you're like hey (laughs) Uh, that girl that always posts about the roofs, like yeah. we got to call her, you know? So, um, but if you're a business owner and you're not on social media right now, if you're not on like LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, the hub, I don't necessarily think you'd be on the hub, but, uh, if you're not on those things, I mean, like you're, you're just missing out. And like with YouTube on most ad spaces, you have to pay rent in Instagram and Facebook like if you want your business to have an ad on Instagram or a plug you know pushed through Facebook you've got to pay money Mm -hmm. and you got to pay good money to like hit your demographic hit your target audience but with YouTube you can advertise for free you literally get to post videos what's crazy when it does well you get monetized right so So then you advertising and you're monetized you get paid to advertise your business Mm -hmm. so you can literally advertise all you want for your company and make money in advertising and then make money in business when people see your stuff. So it always blows my mind when people do not advertise for their companies, you know. And and some people do well enough, I guess, I suppose. And they don't want to like push to the next level, but you know, it can only get better. Yeah, absolutely. We actually um we found an accountant this year because again, I liked her Instagram, but we had met her at the seminar we went to. It was a tax and legal seminar. Yes, we went to a tax and legal seminar. Me and Chris. Never in my life <laughs> did I think I'd wake up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday to rush to the conference room to book my chairs so I could get there first. So, like, I was, like, the dorky kid that ran in there and put my computer down at my seat. And I was like, I don't even care if it gets stolen. I'm going to risk it. But we had, like, Robert Kiyosaki come in and be a guest speaker. And so I got chairs, like, front and center, like, front row, right in the center, and then we became friends with a couple other people at the conference. And I'd look over and like one of the kids I became friends with, he's sitting right next to me, like put his computer down. He's like, are you also getting your seat? And I was like, yeah. So we put our <laughs> stuff down and then went to get coffee and then get breakfast and then get changed or whatever we're going to do and then show up to the seminar like an hour later. And we had our seats front and center. But um, yeah, never did I think I would ever go to a a tax seminar yeah. <laughs> 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning, let alone fly to one across yeah, the country. Yeah, we flew across the country for that. But this girl comes up to me and it's like, I don't know, day one, day two. And she's like, I love your shoes. And I was like, oh, I like this girl. She's in a fashion and we're at this tax and legal seminar. She's an accountant. 
So I go and I, of course, I look her up like any other person would do. And I find her on Instagram. And she's putting out a ton of just knowledge about taxes and legal stuff and investing and all this stuff. And I was like, I like her. I really like her. And And, uh, gentlemen, just be warned. This is a very attractive girl we're talking about. You might see her soon on the channel, but uh, yeah, we're definitely no offense to her husband. She is married, so keep it classy. But uh, but she was awesome, very well spoken, very knowledgeable, and we just like had this cool vibe. So we went on the next two or three days of the conference, and me and Chris are like throwing questions at her, and we're interviewing her. She has no idea. Chris like, should we hire this girl? And I was like, look at her. Yeah. Yeah, this could be our accountant. I was like. This is amazing. Do it. I never had a female accountant, nor did I ever have a pretty accountant. The accountants that I always pictured would be like somebody from like the office, like like a Dwight Schrute. That's who I thought my CPA would be going just, forward. Just so we all are clear, Dwight Schrute was not the accountant. He sold the paper. At but the that's office. what I pictured my CPA. Kevin like. was more. Kevin was the accountant. Is who yes. I thought I would be getting. Yeah. You have to know your people. Huh? And Angela. Angela was one, yeah. And she, she was, was kind of hot. She was kind of a dud, though. I'd smash Angela. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was another one. I mean, just recently, all the people we've worked with just through social media, it speaks volumes like, when you are outgoing about your trade, whatever it may be. You never know who's watching and listening. Yeah, this seminar had, like, um, it was, like, split 50-50. 50% of the people there were, like, business owners and real estate investors, the other half were like CPAs and the tax attorney that ran this whole seminar had both groups come together so that the businesses, real estate investors could learn this philosophy. And then the CPAs could also follow his program and learn his philosophy. And then you could kind of marry up together. Um, so when that girl came up, when she was talking to Kristen, I was like, please be a CPA, please be a CPA, please be a CPA. <laughs> well, and then actually we ended up at that seminar because... We we always study. It might not look it. We might look like we have really fun, crazy lives. And to be fair, we probably do. But we are always learning. That is so important. Oh, yeah. But we were watching this guy's channel at one point, big guy on YouTube. And at one point, Chris was like, we need like we need attorneys like this. And I was like, like this. I was like, why can't I have him? So I was on the assault bike at our old rental house. And I made a phone call, set up a consultation, and at the consultation, I hired them. So now that's who we use for our attorneys, which is, it was awesome. So you never know when you watch somebody on social media who you might need at some point in the future. So always keep them in the back of your back of your head. Yeah. And it's funny too, is like, um, when it comes to meeting people, we went to the seminar and day one, you get there and like any other thing everybody's flying in from all over the country and we get there and uh i mean i guess it's just typical you uh go into a seminar and the first thing was like a meet and greet it was like oh there's the first evening was like cocktails outside at 6 p.m so once you checked into your room you can go to this meet and greet have drinks they give you free drink tickets there's food and then it's like mingle and network so of course everybody like walks in and they uh you know, it's like first day of school, like in, in a new school, like for everybody. So like everybody's just standing around. So like me and Kristen are just start like drinking as fast as we could. Cause we're like, <laughs> you have anxiety. You're looking around the room and there's all these people and you're like, I don't even know what to say to some people. And it's like awkward walking up there, like just saying like, hello, would you like to be a friend? 
<laughs> and you want to start talking about random things. Um, so we just started drinking our faces off. And then finally, we just went up to a table. We started talking to some people. And then you quickly realize like some of these people were like so far out of your league when you start talking to them. Talking about having like like multi-million dollar like retirement accounts, just the retirement accounts. And then owning 50 properties, 100 properties. You know, these people that are just so, where you're just like, I shouldn't be at this table. Like I'm at the big person table. I'm going to go find the kid table. And, uh, but you start talking to these people and they're like drinking their faces off. And then yeah. you have like normal conversations. Like, and I can usually talk to anybody about anything and have a, a really good time. And uh, so we're like, just like bullshitting about random things. And then all of a sudden you realize these people were like big time people. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> we're, we're here with a lot of like, you know, top wealth earners. And, uh, but they loved us. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, I, at least they gave off that impression. They really liked us. And a lot of them were business time, owners. So. Like, so the ones that weren't like the CPAs, a lot were business owners. And you start talking about what they do. And then when they would ask us like, what do you do? And I never know how to answer that. Somebody's like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, you start thinking about like, all I, of it. I, like, you know, we try to set up as many streams of income as we can. And, uh, so it's like, it, it gets outrageous. I mean, I, I work for different businesses doing like social media stuff. I'm a retired police officer. We have real estate. We have long-term, short-term rentals. We have to manage those. It's nutrition I mean, and training, the snake her businesses. Business. We have a snake business. Yeah. We have YouTube business. We have mm -hmm. social media. Um, she has sponsorships as an athlete. I mean, it's just, so it's always hard to answer. And so he's like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. Uh, like a million things. You know, I just, the easiest, funnest thing to say is like, I sell snakes. I have a <laughs> snake does, farm. It makes for like the best conversation because for when we said it to one person the first night for the rest of the weekend, everybody was coming up like, are you the snake couple? Oh yeah. Remember the woman? I think I talked about this on the podcast like two weeks or two Wednesdays ago. The woman that came up, she was like, are you the snake guy? And I was like, I don't know. What have you heard? I was like, I don't even, and at this point, I don't even think I told anybody I was selling snakes, like slang and snakes and little dime bags. And uh, she's like, my grandson watches you on YouTube. And so I see your videos. And I was like, oh, my God. And uh, so she's like, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, yeah, we're at like a tax seminar. And some woman. Yes, yeah, so random. She was pretty awesome, though. It was it was cool. She might have given me a couple extra drink tickets one night. She yeah. she might have had way too many. And then she was like, here's a couple drink tickets for you. <laughs> um, but anyway, the people that I was talking about, I mean, they're still highly successful people. And they own businesses. And we talk about like social media, YouTube, all this stuff. And they're like. I don't even go on any, I, like, I don't have any social media. They're like, I might have a Facebook account. I don't know the password. I don't have Instagram. I'm not on YouTube. I don't know how to do it. And I'm like, I mean, granted, they're very successful, but it's always one of those things where you're like, I don't think you ever get to a point where you're like, I'm successful enough. I've done enough. I'm just going to not do anything. Usually the people that have that drive to be successful, you Push, know, so, so a lot of people are like, how do I get a social media started? What are the benefits to it? You start explaining it. They're like, I need to hire somebody to do my social media. And then I'm like, here's my business card. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was it for our, our tech seminar and our yeah. social media stuff. And uh, so the point is, if you're a business owner, get on social media and start posting. You know, it's not that not that difficult, really, when you think about it. Uh, speaking of podcasts, well, I guess we shouldn't talk about it yet. We'll talk about it later. Uh, do, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, drop, well, on, drop a bomb all right, so I went through some of the questions. We asked questions on, yes. on Instagram and, uh, you know, like one of those ask me anything on Instagram, which turns into like a horrible thing because it's like, none of it's actually like readable. Like it, I mean, on, on air, like none of it we could share because all the questions are absolutely horrible. 
and completely inappropriate. But some of them were good. Yeah, one of them I'll try to find it so I can say their name too on here. Uh, uh, the Safari Tiger Kingdom. Uh, what are your plans on YouTube, on your YouTube channel for this year, for 2024? So any 2024 plans for YouTube? I'll let you answer that one. So obviously we have this new setup. So we are excited because Hustle & Muscle is we're going to be working with this. We're doing our weekly um, lives and we're going to be filming additional podcasts too. You guys saw the one where Chris talked about um, an event that happened when he was a child. If you didn't see it, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's definitely one you want to check out. What was it? Um, it was about the awards that you received. Oh, oh, oh yeah. But That's on the Hustle Muscle also, Podcast YouTube channel. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing. Um, and we have a lot more coming. And am I allowed to talk about the other thing? Yeah. No. No, I'm not allowed. I would so, say this, <laughs> that we are going to be starting another YouTube channel yes. um, with somebody else. So it's not going to be strictly us. Right. We're starting a ch another YouTube channel with somebody else. And, okay, so uh, we're not dropping the bomb, but something else is coming, which is going to be awesome. Yes. So Coming everywhere. That's exciting. 